AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment inspired by straightforward pricing. And now we just cube the pancetta as such. So what's on the menu tonight? This carbonara I found online. It's fire. You're going to love it, Mom. I hope you hold on to this AT&T Fiber, son. It's nice. Yeah, you should settle down now that you're a good gillionaire. Oh, I am. I finally found the one internet I've been looking for my whole life. So, no more one-year stands? No, I'm done with all that. With AT&T Fiber, there's no price increase at 12 months. Uh, What about equipment fees? Nope. Those were never any good for you. Exactly. But now, everything's completely straightforward. Well, in the spirit of being straightforward, I never liked any of your old ones. Me neither. Y'all never told me that. But we're being straightforward now, which feels good, yeah? Yeah. Now let's get straightforward about that girl he's been seeing. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. And it's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. What? What? <laughs> What? What? Boom, boom, boom. I'm gonna have to teach you how to do the ninja wife. Boom, boom, boom. Cause, cause I need that boom, boom, boom before I start the show. The boom, boom, boom. Why don't you just edit it in or something? It's not the same. I just, need that live. Just record her and just boom, boom, boom. No, no. She does it different every time. So you, you, you gotta come up with something, battle. You, you gotta, you gotta bring your sound effect a game. Right, right. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I said, we'll do this again. Ask ninja. What? Boom, boom, boom. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's almost Monday Night Footballish. Then Monday Night Footballish ish. That's kind of a word, maybe. No? Kind of, maybe a little bit. A little bit. Uh, and of course, it is the first NFL week. We're recording on uh, Monday. Yes, yes, yes. A- after the the Sunday games, when Tom Brady choked, <coughs> just like the Bengals. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 we're talking before before we start here. It, you know what? Tom Brady did choke. He did throw two interceptions, and he lost to a, a team, you know. But at least he lost to the Saints, not the Chargers. No comment again. No. <laughs> Man, I think I'm going to get a lot of no comments when I'm making jokes about the Bengals. Like this is just the saying. Nah, nah, nah. It's all good. But, um, but like, yeah, you know, Tom Brady, you know, he's in a new system and, you know, trying to learn, you know, build – you know, different chemistry with different, you know, players and stuff like that, including the coaches and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, plus you got to think, there was no preseason games and, you know, there was a a lot of stuff, you know, players didn't get to do before, you know, what we would normally do leading up to the NFL. So, you know, games are going to be rusty. Like, some teams just execute a little bit better. So, I mean, that just says a lot for the teams that were prepared. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, I, I think what's going to come down to this season, honestly, unless they pull together real fast, like Tampa Bay brings it together real fast, it's going to be the teams right. that lost the least amount of players that have the most continuity from last season to this season. Right. Like, you know, the Titans only lost one or two players, so they're going to be real good. Uh, the Saints, they don't ever have a lot of turnover, not really, so they're still going to be really good. Right, right. Uh, the Chiefs, unfortunately, are going to still be really good. Right. Uh, but, like, teams are, start, are starting a whole new quarterback or bringing in a quarterback new system, bringing in a whole bunch of new players. They didn't have that time in the offseason really bring it together. So they're going to struggle the first half of the season. Yeah, I mean, you won't start seeing a lot of teams play, like, their best football to, like, probably, like, end of October. Yeah. 
You know but, what I'm saying? So. But the teams that stay together from last year, I think they're going to be better sooner. Right. Like So, like, tonight, uh, when the Titans play the Broncos, I think it's going to be a field day on the Broncos. Like, I, I, I don't think the Broncos have a shot. I don't know, man. I mean, they caught they caught back some pretty decent, man. I mean, you know, he he kind of reminds me a little bit of hmm, who's he kind of remind me of? Like, um, what's that? What's that Bears? What's the, what's the Bears quarterback? What's his name? Um, the Bears had a quarterback once because they kind of suck forever. I mean, yeah, but he kind kind of remind me of the Bears quarterback, but except he's just like. Like just better. I think he just executes more. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I mean, the Broncos got that new receiver too. That's pretty good too. I, for, I forgot his name, but uh, they, yeah. they they got some good pieces, man. They got and, some good pieces. And like you said, um, even though you know a lot of teams got good players coming back from the previous year, which, which would make them good. Sometimes some teams just need just a couple of new additions, man, and all of a sudden they're on a whole new level. And and, and around week four or five, when the, they had enough time to practice and play together and stuff on in, in live games, I think you're going to see a big difference. I think Tampa Bay's going to look like a whole different team in four weeks than what they did yesterday. Probably. Uh, but what I talk about with the Broncos is they have a major problem. What's the major problem? It's on their defense. It's Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Von Miller is a problem because Von Miller is their defense. He right. he calls the plays in the huddle, he makes the decisions, he calls the audibles, he is the man in their defense. I mean, yes, true, true, but, you know, injuries are going to happen, and that's why you got to have, you know, more than just one leader. You but, know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure there's other no. defensive players on that team that probably can call the plays, too. Yeah, but none of them have that preparation, and the Broncos basically took Von Miller for granted that he was always going to be there because he don't miss a lot of games. Right. And they even said it. They had nobody who was ready to step up and take his spot. Nothing. Mm. And he got hurt four or five days ago. It ain't, it ain't been that long. Right. So they didn't have enough time to really bring somebody up and get them ready. So what's going to happen tonight is they're going to give Derek Henry the ball. They're going to point to where that's where Von Miller should have been, run there. Right. And Derek Henry's going to have a breakout game running all over the poor sap that had to take Von Miller's spot. <laughs> the poor sap. <laughs> the, 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 they're going to call that guy a puddle at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, it all just depends what the game plan is. You know, we, you might be thinking your boy might be getting the ball, but shoot, they might be trying to focus on y'all quarterback this year. You know, no. I mean, because you, you know you can't have, you know, Henry running the ball. 30 times every game, you well, know, shoot, especially with y'all, you know, y'all, y'all could potentially be another playoff team, so I would try to keep as much tread on him as possible, man, you and, know what I'm saying? And that was probably the original plan, but the other the other running back we brought in actually got hurt. Oh, so yeah, y'all really got to keep him safe then, if that's the case. No, nah, they're going to burn him apart, plus, look, we're a consistent football team, we do the same things over and over again, and it always works, and this being our first month opening season Monday night football game in forever. Right. They're going to go out to win this game. They may rest him for the next four games after this one. Right. But they're going big this game because it's a Monday night football game. It's the late game Monday night football. T- Tennessee last year didn't even get that many televised games. We're open with a televised game. They're they're going to go hard to try to win this game. Right. Uh, let's see who else is playing now. We got, what is it, the Steelers, Steelers and, and the New York Giants. Whew. Well, we'll find out if Ronsberg can play or, or if he can hurt his elbow. And... Yeah, I'm really interested in this game, not just because it's a divisional game, but also just because um, I'm really going to see if he still got it because I think that's the only reason why, you know, 
like first first take and all them been still because it's like people they always want to include the Steelers are still in it just because it's like a traditional thing you know they just got those traditional teams that they just want to stay the favorite yeah. you know what I'm saying since they say oh they got Big Ben coming back that's the only thing I've been hearing is how why the Steelers are going to be good just because Big Ben's back you can't do it by yourself no and the thing about the Steelers that made them such a great team it never was their offense not really it was, it was their... always their defense and they have they've and it was always it. you know and then like not too long ago you know three four years ago it was it was you know then they had the killer bees you know they had Big Ben they had um what was his name? Uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah. And, um, Antonio Bell. Crazy. What, what was Bell's first name? I, Bell don't play there no more, so. I know. <laughs> right, right, right. So, see, they had the killer B, so that was the offense right there. And, you know what I'm saying? And then they, they played good D. That's what made them good. But but they know. let their D fall apart, focusing on their offense, trying to keep Antonio Brown. I'm a crazy mother. Happy. And that didn't work out for him. And then they lost uh, Bell, and now Roethlisberger got hurt, and now he's just now coming back. I honestly could see this being Roethlisberger's last season. Yeah, they're they're definitely going to be relying on the, their defense to carry them this season because I mean, uh, Big Ben is just one shot away, one bad shot away from just it, like it's over. He's not even a bad shot away. He's a, a funky throw away from his arm giving out again because he wasn't even hit the last time his arm went out. Right, right. Well, yeah, he might not be throwing no bombs, but, you know, that, that also can make it easier for teams to have a good game plan for, you know, covering for slants and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, here's my question. Are we really worried, though, them playing the Giants, even with their backup? Say Renberg went down the first play and they put in their backup quarterback. Are they still even worried against the Giants? Because I don't remember the last time the Giants won a game. They, they should be. I mean, because, like... Just like just like yesterday, man. There was a lot of teams that was kicking other teams' ass that you wouldn't even think that that was gonna happen. I mean, you had you got think you got the Wash the Washington the Washington and the Eagles. Like who seen that coming? Uh, not the Eagles, right? <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying Washington was a bad team, but like I've been telling, like every team got their year. You just don't know when it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't a shock to me, but you know. I was just like, see, and you know, with a lot of these, um, you know, for the last five years, teams that were so called bad, you know, they all them playing with chips on their shoulders, man. So they're gonna come in, especially against the a, a divisional rival. Yeah, they're gonna give you everything. You know what I'm saying? There was actually only one game that surprised me yesterday, what as game? far as the final score. The Jaguars beat the Colts. Yeah. That yeah. that was the only thing that really to me was a surprise. Yeah, too, because I, I, I expect a lot from the Colts just because them getting rivers. But it's, it seemed like I just heard they just have problems just punching it in, pretty much, I heard. I, mean, like, I heard rivers had a lot of yards, but they just said punching it in while they just didn't get it done. Yeah, no no, no red, red zone offense at all. But at the same time, like I'm like, it still is the Jaguars. I don't remember the last time the Jaguars had a good season. Yeah, I mean, obviously they knew something that we did, man, because then with them – you know, not too long ago, getting rid of their running back, and then they got rid of their best corner that's now with the Rams now. Um, I forgot his name. Well, we thought it was their best corner, but apparently it wasn't. I'm just saying, because they won against the Colts. Right. I, 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 that was the, Of all the games yesterday, that, that was the one that shocked me the most. I did not expect the Jaguars to beat the Colts. I just, I just feel like this little pandemic thing with us not being to have preseason games, I mean, it's playing a big advantage to just some teams, man. Mm-hmm. I think some teams just capitalize on it like, 
very well. Yeah. You know? And, and I don't care if the Jaguars are good or bad generally because I don't know what it is. And this happens with other teams, but I, I notice it for my team obviously more than others is is certain teams just have another team's number, right? Right. Like, even when the Jaguars made the playoffs and the Titans didn't, we still beat them both games that year. Right. Like, for some reason, every single year, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's something in the Jaguars' head. I don't know if we just pull it together for that game. But we stomped them every year. They were like 12-4 and four one year, and two of the losses worked to us. Well, just look at it like it. They're probably going to have a chip on their shoulder against y'all, too. Oh, they, they always do. It don't matter. Right. It's just like the Colts had our number for like 10 years. We couldn't beat the Colts to save our lives. Oh, yeah. And I hate Peyton Manning. Yeah, just like with my team, shoot. For some reason, we always choke against the Steelers, no matter what. Yeah, come like, just always choke, though, don't I'm going to get stabbed for this one's over. I'm going to being nice. <laughs> nah, man, it's good, man. I mean, like I said, like, uh, you know, yesterday was Joe Barrow's debut and everything. And he did very well. He was, like, 23 out of 36, 193, and... He had a he had an interception, but it wasn't like a typical interception. It was more of like he tried to pitch it mm-hmm. to his running back, and um, it just it just it just you know got inter- intercepted. I think there needs to be a separate stat for interceptions. There needs to be QB error interceptions and dumb and receiver interceptions. Oh, like pops off their hands and other person catches it. Yeah, because if the quarterback puts it in their chest and they decide to throw it thirty feet in the air from their chest, that is not the quarterback's fault. Right. It's just not. And how many times have you seen that in a game? Like, the receiver's like, oh, it was in my hands, and I'm just going to toss but it now, in the air. Well, yeah, but in this case, this one was his fault because he was trying to pitch in the Bernard, and, uh, you know, a defensive lineman was right there. But he was just trying to make a play, man, because, you know, you know the Chargers, they defensive line with, with Bolsa and all them on it, man. They were just all over him, man. And, you know, to deal with that kind of defense from the Chargers, because, you know, Chargers always got a decent defense. Yeah. He did pretty good, man. Like, um, just like all the way down to the to the wire where, um, when right the our running back fumbled, like, on the 50, and then the Chargers capitalized because it was tied, you know, 13 to 13. And then when we fumbled on the 50, they went back down the other way and kicked the field goal. So then we was playing catch-up. So then that was when Joe Burrow started to shine. And then that's when – um. You know, he marched us all the way down for about almost like seven, I think about 70 yards, man. And we was on the three-yard line. And then um, he he threw it to A.J. on a fade. And A.J. called it. It would have been a touchdown. But he got called for uh, A.J. Aww. got called for passing the friends, a push-off apparently. But the other team was doing it all game. And they just decided to call it right then and there. But, see, it states in the rules, though, the first five yards – you can do that. Like, the receivers in the corners can have a little bit of, you know, you know, shoving and hand-pulling and all that. Yeah, they always call that, though, if you're down in the five-yard line. Yeah, yeah. I guess because it's a crucial, like, it could, yeah, maybe that's why. But, but yeah, we got confidence. So, technically, it's like Joe Burrow did have his, uh, you know, his moment of, like, oh, man, he really can't turn this franchise around. But it, we wind up losing, like, not just with that call, because, you know, of course we had other errors. You know, we had, you know, two turnovers. We had, you know, you know, offense wasn't, you know, the offensive line really wasn't, wasn't blocking for him for real, you know, with our guard and our, um, I think it was our right tackle. Uh, we got this tackle named Hart. Oh, man, he was getting, he was getting Burrow killed out there, man, so. I feel like he did real good for his first game. I give him more about like a B minus. 
Because I feel like if it had been Andy Dalton in some of them situations he was in, oh, man, he would have made nut. He, he just, just wanted to dig good. I mean, you say that, but Dalton's pretty good. My thing is, though, I feel like they made a mistake with Burrow, and, and a lot of NFL teams make this mistake. What you, what you think? What's on your mind? Well, it used to be, back in the day, even if you were taken in the first round as a quarterback, right. you rode the bench for at least a year. Right. They don't do that no more. And since then, quarterback play has gotten worse. It just is. Okay, true. You do have a point. I mean, because, you know, that happened with Patrick Mahomes and a couple of other quarterbacks. But the, intellig- the intelligence and the maturity of Burrow made them more comfortable to move forward with him. You know what I'm saying? No, they Espe- especially with the record that we had last year, it was almost kind of like a, a company decision, too. They, they was probably like, man, we don't get Burrow up in here and pretty much have him start and have, like, a new fresh start with a new quarterback, man, our fan base is going to drop, and it probably would have. I mean, your fan base is already dropping. Not really. Not re- I already know. Our, seven- fan, our fan base is just as strong as anybody else. It's just that oh. some people just, like I said, people, you know, people oh, just no. like the look, just like how we was talking about, they like certain teams I always talk about between, like, New York and the Steelers and, and um, who was uh, and the Patriots and stuff like that. You got your teams that everybody tries to like. And then you got your teams that you constantly won't try to pick on, like the Jaguars, the Bengals, the Browns, the Cowboys. You know, there's a whole bunch of teams out there. Then you know, so I just feel like I don't feel like they made a bad decision. Plus, like I said, oh. no, no having no preseason that plays a big deal. And for how good that he, I mean, how good that he played for not having not one preseason game, that was pretty good, man. My my thing is, and, and this is a general term. I okay. think every single quarterback who comes in, if they spent one year on the bench behind a veteran, period, mm-hmm. the year they did play, they'd be a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. I think they should have right. done that with Luck and Manning, and they didn't. I think they should have done that with Burrow. I think they should have done it with Marcus Murray on Tennessee. I mean, who's the greatest quarterback of all time right now? Right. How many years did he ride the bench? Thing almost a year, didn't he? But he's not, nah, he technically didn't even stay on the bench the whole year, though. He still came in only because dude got hurt. Belichick, arguably the greatest coach of all time, knew keep even though he knew he had something in Brady, keep him on the bench and as long as possible, at least for a year, to let him develop and then bring him in. Uh, yeah, but the worst thing that can happen though is what your stats take, you know, you no. know, your stats take a hit. You know what I'm saying? I'm but, not no, I, I don't think so. I don't think he's even a stat hit. I think I think that first year, the time to learn the system rather being thrown in it, like I feel like they learn more and can adapt more and they'll be end up being a better player in the end if they have that time. Yeah, but if you get that if you get that physical experience too, that could be just as good. I mean, the only thing that can really happen for real, they get like well if something happens to where you get if you get hurt real bad and you can't play no more, that's the like the biggest risk that you're taking. I, I don't know. I've seen some. I've seen the offensive playbook they give these quarterbacks. I feel like you need a year to sit down and even learn that before you try to play. And, and but plus though, you know, they was trying to just get rid of the whole, you know, Marvin era too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they were just like, oh, Andy, you still part of that too. You know what I'm saying. So uh, no, I understand. What they you're was saying. like, let's just give Zach his quarterback that he wants, and then as soon as they got the quarterback that he wants, Zach want to hurry up and put him in there. Well, see, uh, if I had been if I'd been Cincinnati in that situation, get rid of Dalton. Obviously, he needed to go. Right. Although it was really weird seeing him in a Dallas uniform on sidelines, so that Man. that shock of red hair, I'm like, that don't even look right. But bring in a different veteran to come in and and, and work with work with Burrow. 
you know what? Maybe not the whole season. The first four games. Let him ride the sideline for the first four games and bring him in after working with that veteran. Right. And there's plenty of veterans they could have brought in, like Colin Kaepernick. Well, we do have a veteran on 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 the staff that Joe Joe, uh, Joe Burrow can still learn from, but he's on the practice squad. But he's yeah. like he had he had like seven years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he probably don't have more the best more more good experience than Andy Dalton, but a veteran's a veteran. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and plus, man, it's just like hey, y'all can sign Colin Kaepernick for like a nickel. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know what's going on with that, man. Like, I just don't know if it's. Well, see, it's different, though, because, like, if we would have really, really needed a quarterback, then I could see it happen. Like, maybe we just didn't have no other option Then yeah, but obviously I just feel like they probably just felt like the veteran quarterback that they picked, maybe him and Brad will have more in common because, you know, maybe this that the kind of system that they want to run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most teams go after, go after the quarterback that, you know, that fits their system. So maybe Colin Kaepernick, you know, he would probably be more best for like maybe Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, maybe. I don't know about that one. Nah. But you know, like but yeah, that like, tip year about Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson, and those both have already got a couple years under the belt. They're pretty well established, and 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 the Ravens didn't need no help. They absolutely destroyed their team. I do believe. What was the final score of the game? Hold on, I got it right here. Give me a second. I, they had the Browns. Come on. And see, that's the thing about the Browns, man. You just don't know with them, man. They got all that talent. I ain't gonna lie, man. I thought I watched that game from start to, to I, end. I, I, I thought it was gonna be a good game, man. But I ain't gonna lie, man. That Ravens defense is just nasty. Man. It, it is nasty, and then they got Lamar nasty, Jackson. Man. But I, I know what happened to the Browns. I know what it is. I did some research. I brought up the city planet. I, I know what's wrong with the Browns. Don't just say it's just the Browns. No, it's not just the Browns. What was it? They built their stadium on top of an ancient Indian burial ground, and it cursed them for life. You want to donate the show, help us out, go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. That's patreon.com slash worst jokes. Join a tier, join a high enough tier, help us out. You're going to earn some merchandise out the deal. Also, people who are on Patreon get first dibs answering questions but if you want to find me on twitter at cman2342 answer questions on there also and youtube and facebook all you gotta do is search for ask the angry ninja promise you'll find everything we're doing hope everybody has a ninja night it's that simple masks aren't about protecting yourself they're about protecting other people please wear a mask and oh yeah stop telling me this isn't a flare-up Holy crap, what do you call a flare-up? We have more people getting in it every day than we ever had before. That's kind of a flare-up, you stupid fuck. So yeah, wear a mask. Protect everyone around you, even if you don't like them. I think Mitch McConnell's a little turtle-headed prick, but I'd wear a mask around him. I think Nancy Pauly's an old crazy lady who needs to retire. I'd wear a mask around her. I got bullied a couple times in school. We all did. I bullied back sometimes. Not really proud of those moments, but we all make our mistakes. And I hate those people. But I'd still wear a mask around them. It's that simple. We do it to protect. So please, be a better person. Even though, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe it is not right to make it a law. That's cool. Don't do it because it's law. Do it because it makes you a decent human being. All right, now let's talk about the election a little bit more coming up.
holy crap, I'm worried now. Trump's been screwing the pooch so much, I'm like, we got this one in the bag. Trump could lose to a bowl of soup. And then all the polls came out. And Biden's ahead by a lot. And that worries me. Because Biden's ahead. Hillary was ahead too. And then more people came out than they were expecting Barbara Trump. So let's... Now I'm worried. Biden, don't come out in public and speak because you absolutely have to. Stay in your basement. Edit your messages. Um, Because I realize, I don't think you have dementia, but you do have this horrible habit of, probably because maybe your history of stuttering, um, or maybe a little bit of forgiveness. We all have it. We all make mistakes. Uh, when you speak in public, you come off like an idiot sometimes. And uh, the only reason I like you more than Trump is Trump's a sadistic, evil idiot, and you're kind of the old man where like sit in the corner and like, hey, buddy, okay. At least you're not evil. Uh, and stop sniffing people. How's this creepy?